I'm Victoria, and this podcast is all about running, marathon training, and run coaching. It is packed with useful tips to help you grow as a runner. I am a 13-time Boston qualifier and mom of two who started running as an adult. I learned a lot on my journey, and in 2014, I launched an online run coaching business to help other runners. Now, we employ several run coaches and are one of the largest online run coaching companies. We teach you the secrets to reaching your potential in the sport of running. We give real talk discussing personal stories of injuries, setbacks, and PRs. Think of this as a conversation with serial marathoners who share the lessons that we learned along the way. This is the Run for PRs podcast. Treadmill season is coming up for those of us who live in the great north. And unfortunately, there seems to be some controversy surrounding training on the treadmill, especially if we open up social media. Even here in the state of Minnesota, it gets to be below negative, or it gets to be below negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit, which for anyone who doesn't know, that's really cold. We spend about a month there in the winter where temperatures rarely get above zero for day in and day out. But even with those frigid ice cold temperatures here in Minnesota, I still know quite a few runners who will only run outside and who will run outside in those negative 40 degree Fahrenheit days, which is just crazy. But for the most part, I think the running community understands that it's okay to play it safe and do what works best for us, whether that is going outside or if you opt to go on the treadmill, that's a great option as well. So we wanted to bring up this topic because I know there is some negativity in the running community that we've seen surrounding the treadmill, especially on social media or with some people who are just pretty opinionated on the topic. And we wanted to just shed some light on some of the things that maybe are worth discussing about the treadmill. And so the main points we're going to get to in this podcast is number one, how is treadmill running physiologically or mechanically, I should say, different than running outside? Um, Number two, we're going to be talking about will running on the treadmill over the winter do anything negative to my training in the long run? Um, And number three, should I opt for the treadmill or outside? Like, how do I make these sort of decisions? And then number four, we're going to talk about just safety in general and the type of gear that you might need to use for outside running during this time. And this time of year, we're also going to be doing a lot of posts about our favorite winter running gear and favorite treadmills and stuff. So if you follow us on social media, you'll definitely see a lot of those type of posts going out this time of year. Um, Definitely a lot of resources and knowledge there that we want to share with you guys. So just diving right in, I guess, with this topic that's a little bit, you know, controversial for some people. Jason, talk to me a little bit about your experience with the treadmill just as a runner. Yeah, you know, I think um, growing up I ran, you know, track cross country in high school and college, so I never really ran on the treadmill until really it was after college. You know, I might have run a few miles here and there on like a rainy day in college, but um, 
you know, as far as going to like a fitness center, joining a gym, that sort of thing, that's when I finally, so I was probably like 23, 24. And that's where I first um, started running on the treadmill during the winter time. So, um, you know, at that point, it was a new concept to me, right? Like I, I didn't enjoy it because I got really like hot and I just felt like we were being in this one spot, right? And so, plus it's really warm in the gym, so that didn't help matter. But um, I think it takes a lot of time to get used to it. And it is a big, um, you know, it's physically, there are some differences. Obviously, the first thing is um, the fact that there's a little bit of a of of a bounce or a give if you will rather than um you know running outside on the road where there's it's um you're not going to get that return at all right so um the ground's a lot harder outside than than the treadmill so it is a softer surface so there's that benefit but the second the biggest really difference is just the pacing right and so you have complete control over your pacing and um you know if you want to set the treadmill to eight minute pace you could run your entire run at that pace you know you don't need to change the 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 pace or adjust it and whereas outside it's really difficult to do that and so um i did that's kind of how i started to enjoy the treadmill was the fact that i could have more control over my pacing and more autonomy that way yeah you bring up a lot of really good points and i think it is a little bit interesting that you ran for over a decade before you really used a treadmill and that might surprise a lot of people um i have a little bit of a different experience with my treadmill introduction um i started running gosh, like in high school, probably right around the time where I got my driver's license. Um, I would just go to the gym before, before work, um, in between school and work to get a workout in. And I found myself using the treadmill quite a bit, but obviously, um, I also wanted to go outside because it's so nice out, you know, in the summer or sometimes when there's a nice weather day, you just want to go run outside. Um, but I found that there wasn't a lot of really good running routes near me um it was just busy streets cars and i also felt like maybe i was getting more tired running outside because at the time you know coming from having no experience with running at all i had no concept of pacing i had no concept of how to you know start slow and finish fast i had no concept of easy running so I was just kind of going with it. And for every hill, it's like I didn't make any sort of adjustment. I was just like running, right? Um, so I think in my head at the beginning of my running career, I was like, wow, running on the treadmill is so much easier. Mainly because I was able, like you said, to control the pace. And that became something that I didn't really consciously, I wasn't consciously aware of that. But in my head, I was like, well, I run better on the treadmill. And I started having this like label that I would give myself to, oh, you, like you're really good at running on the treadmill um, and you struggle outside. And so I started creating this narrative and I think that's where sometimes we can get in trouble as runners. But diving into this first topic of discussion, mechanically, how is running on the treadmill different than say running outside? Yeah, so I mean, I mentioned, you know, outside it's rare that, unless you live in a pancake flat area, it's rare that you're not gonna come across some elevation, just some slight elevation changes, right? Which is gonna sort of throw off your gait a little bit, maybe throw off your pace a little bit. Obviously, you're gonna deal with wind, possibly on some days, um, and that sort of thing, whereas the treadmill is just a controlled environment. So you can set the pace and just get really used to running that same pace. So your body gets to work on kind of its efficiencies. Um, and so that's really the biggest change. And, and um, you know, for I think for anyone, running on the treadmill, is a, it, it's a new concept and it can, be, it can be really hard at first, right? So even for people that have never really ran before, most people probably start running maybe on the treadmill just because it is controlled. 
and they can really decide how long they're going to go for at what pace, that sort of thing, and make those adjustments. Um, and then the longer you do it, it becomes a lot more natural. You start to feel more comfortable on it, and that's when you can start to experiment with pace changes, you know, incline uh, changes and variations, and then you have complete control over how long you want to keep that going for. Right. So, it, you know, running on the treadmill is there is differences obviously from running outside just in terms of the activity that you're doing. So I often hear people say, oh, you know, running on the treadmill feels harder. But I've also heard people say running on the treadmill is easier. And so we want to kind of explore both sides of that coin. Like why do some people think it's harder? Why some people think it's easier? So I think we'll start with why do some people think it's harder? Um, That's kind of where I'm at right now in my running journey just because I do the bulk of my yearly mileage outside. So when I do make that transition around this time of year, you know, once the, the ice starts coming is my main concern. Um, I will run quite a bit on the treadmill for about a span of 12 weeks. It's probably at least, you know, 50 to 70% of my mileage is on the treadmill. Uh, it always feels hard though. I, it, it's a very challenging for me. And I think some of the factors at play that I want to bring to light are you're not used to it, right? So whatever you're more used to is probably what you are going to feel is easier. And when you transition from running outside, getting fresh air, seeing all of the scenery changing, and your brain is used to watching you go places. It's used to seeing the landmarks move and all of those things mentally, I think make the run go by faster or it's more stimulating for your brain. But when you're sitting there and you're staring at that screen and you just, your mind is trying to kind of simulate where's outside, like where's all the landmarks? Um, It can just feel like it's taking a little bit longer. And then when your mind is not in that flow state, you start to think, oh, this feels really hard. And you're tuning more into, oh gosh, I don't really feel so great. And all of those things instead of getting into that flow state. So I think it's harder for me and probably for some other people to get into like a flow state on the treadmill. But if that does happen, it might be because you're using, you know, Netflix or you're really focused on Mm -hmm. your workout or whatever it may (laughs) be. Um, Another reason why it may feel harder is if you're typically running at the gym, um, most gyms are set to about like 65 to 68 degrees, I would assume. Um, And while that's not scorching hot by any means, it is warmer than say outside for a lot of people. So outside temperature may be 30, inside's like 68. Um, It is gonna be warmer. And so if you're not used to running in the 60s, it's gonna feel a little bit harder. You're gonna be a little bit more sweaty, those sort of things. Um, And yeah, like we said earlier, because it's boring. (laughs) Um, So what camp are you in? Do you feel like it's harder or easier for you? Yeah, so I, it, it'll depend on the season that I'm in, right? So at, uh, when I first started running, it was much, much harder. Um, but then we got into winter, for all those reasons you just mentioned, right? And then when we got to winter and we started running a lot more on the treadmill, um, you know, I kind of moved into that other camp where it sort of felt easier because, um, you know, for me, I, I, um, I, so all those reasons why I felt harder, I tried to like overcome them with, I'd flip it into something positive. So if it was boring, I'd go run at the gym so I could people watch, right? Um, or... You know, I'd maybe go in the sauna first so that it felt not as hot to run afterwards, that sort of thing. And so um, that's how I became, you know, that's how I made it feel easier. 
and then um yeah just starting to do workouts and i would always like to do this at the gym just because there's um you can watch tv you can people watch you're not in a small space like you were in you know in our basement in, in, a, in a in a confined room um and so that's kind of like how i started to enjoy the treadmill more is i would just find a different environment basically yeah definitely there's ways to kind of trick your mind into making it a little easier um but just in that other camp of some people think wow like i can run so much faster on the treadmill than i can outside um i think it's a smaller percentage of people but there are people who can like crush workouts on the treadmill but can't really hit the same paces outside so some reasons that it might feel easier on the treadmill um is that it's pancake flat let's say so unless you're using like the percentage on the treadmill to incline it you're not really getting any sort of elevation gain and the way that outside is it people always ask the question like do i need to put the treadmill on a one percent incline to simulate outside and i don't really agree with that because outside is not on a one percent incline right. outside is like okay three percent incline for 30 seconds then two percent then one right. percent then it goes negative so outside is always like rolling terrain and when you're inside, you can't just like set it to an exact speed, exact pace and have that be exactly what it's like outside. Um, so I think, you know, the percentage, it, it can be better to have it on a small incline just so that you're making sure your glutes do get engaged because that can be a weak point for a lot of runners is having their glutes turned off. But honestly, I think it would be better just to like vary the pace a little bit. Yep. Um, so that you kind of get that same simulation as outside or vary the, the incline a mm -hmm. little bit. Um, and then also the other reason why it might feel easier is that this is like a whole topic. We do a whole podcast on this, but pacing yourself correctly, whether it's in workouts on easy days, it takes a lot of mental energy to perfect your pacing. And I remember for years and years really struggling with getting pacing right on workout days outside and I always thought man I can really always hit my workouts on a treadmill but I, I can't outside but the reason that that was a problem is that I couldn't I didn't have I didn't have control over my pacing outside really so I would say you know let's say I had a workout like four by one mile at seven minute pace I would be going out, you know, starting that first 400 meter at 6:40 and thinking, well, I'm, that's pretty close, but it's not close enough. And so when you start redlining, um, that whole like energy shift, it takes so much effort mentally and also physiologically if you're going out too hard and then you have to like back off. It's just harder to pace outside. And so that's a whole strategy that I think is really important for runners in general, especially if you're going to be participating in races. It's really important to have that as a skill. And when you're on the treadmill, you're almost like being robbed of that skill. You're not really able to practice that. And so I think the treadmill is a really good tool for people who are also doing some workouts outside and giving themselves that opportunity as well. It can also be a really good tool maybe for people who are just getting into workouts because mm -hmm. you're probably gonna have some of those that I talked about with my first experience doing workouts outside where you go out a little bit too fast and maybe bomb the workout. So if you do it on the treadmill inside, you have a little bit more control of the pacing and so you're, you're gonna actually be able to complete the workout, feel a little good about that and then maybe attempt that same workout outside and having an idea of, oh, this is how it's supposed to feel, that sort of thing I think is highly beneficial for athletes. 
Yeah, very well said. I was going to say, too, that the treadmill is a great tool for new you know, runners that are first starting out with workouts. And really anyone that wants to do better with their outdoor workouts, you can get good benefits from doing treadmill workouts because then you're, you're actually able to shut your that worry off right about mm-hmm. the pace right and just focus on dialing into your efficiency feeling control uh, the positive mantras you know all those things that kind of go into having a good workout how you want to feel at certain parts of of the this, the interval segment um, and then that'll translate into your outdoor runs as well and hopefully you can kind of get away from worrying so much about the pace you don't have to look at your garment as much you can kind of just trust that you're you kind of remember what that feeling is like Obviously, it takes time, right? So this isn't something that you just do one a few treadmill workouts and then you're going to go hmm. nail your first outdoor workout. Right. But if you're doing a good combination of both, I think that that can benefit you. Um, or spending some time in the winter, you know, once you get out, get into the spring, um, I think that can help as well. And so, I, yeah, I think so many people put a lot of emphasis on the garment and like looking at it during every single like mm-hmm. interval rep or if they're doing like a 10-minute tempo, they might glance down frequently. And I, I feel like I was one that just sort of I just ran and not worried so much about the pace. Like I might glance, if it's a 10 minute tempo, I might glance down like in the first minute or so just to make sure I'm kind of dialing in the right pace. But then I may not even look until my watch vibrates and I've gone a mile. Um, So it's just one of those things. Like we don't need to get so wrapped up in the pace. We want to get more familiar with like the feeling and what what that's like. And so the treadmill is a good tool for that. Yeah, I like what you said there about, it's not so much about the pace, it's more about getting in tune with that feeling. Um, and that's why we often prescribe like a pace range, right? Mm-hmm. So for a lot of my athletes, if they're doing threshold work, well, if you go to VDOT, it's going to be a really specific threshold pace. But, you know, who knows how the body's feeling on any given day. Some days it's like fire, like you feel awesome. You can hit, you know, that pace. Maybe you're even a little faster because it's like a slight downhill, tailwind, all that stuff. But then other days it's like you are just not feeling it. Like maybe, you know, your period's coming up or you just had a bad night of sleep, that sort of thing. We're going to maybe just go off effort, go off of what's the slower end. Um, And I like how you were describing how you don't even look at your watch. And for some people that may be like, whoa, that's a new concept. So what I have noticed in the last, you know, four years with my running, prior to like four years ago, I used to look at a workout and I would say, okay, what are the paces I need to hit? And then I would go outside and try to hit those paces. Um, Now, when I see a workout and I see what paces I need to hit, I don't even really look at the paces. I'm just like, okay, four by one mile. Or like, I know what it should feel like based on what the paces are prescribed, right? And so I usually go out and I just go off of effort for all of the portion of the workout and then it kind of gives me an indicator of like where I'm at, right? Like how's my recovery going? Like where's my fitness at? Um, I'd rather have it be that way. Like I would rather go out, do a workout, honest off of effort and realize, hey, you know, you're not as fit as you thought (laughs) then go out, try to hammer a workout, try to hit those paces, and then have really no idea whether or not um, you were racing that workout all out. And that right. was like, a, you know, so I'd rather just go off of effort, exactly. let that be the honest tell of where your fitness is at. And that used to be a really big struggle for me, but in the last couple of years, it's like I've been doing that more so for like feeling out marathon pace. I think in the past I'd be like, I want this to be my marathon pace. So I would like, <laughs> I would just go out like on that marathon pace. Be like, you have to hold this pace. And then finally I just started getting honest with myself. I'm like, you know what? 
just do it at whatever pace feels like you'd want to run a marathon right now. Like, and when you do that in the middle of a long run where you have to hold it for like five, six miles at a time, you have two options. You can either kind of get a little bit racy and, and go a little beyond your range, or you can just kind of be honest with yourself and, and go at a pace that you feel you could hold for that marathon. And I find that that's a better way to train because then you have a better idea for where your fitness is at come race day. Yeah, I was going to say I'd much rather, um, you know, be a little bit off on my pacing and feel good doing it than to um, stress so much about the pacing and feel like I raced it afterwards but still hit the paces. So, um, Because you always want to finish feeling like you can do more or or could have kept going, that sort of thing. And, um, yeah, maybe you didn't quite hit the pace, but, you know, if it's midsummer, that's okay. It's hot out. Um, if it's winter, who knows what you had to deal with? Like we have times here right. in the in Minnesota where we do decide to do a workout outside because mm-hmm. like 90% of the, the sidewalks are pretty clear, right? Maybe it hasn't snowed in a couple of days or whatnot. And, but there are those stretches where you just have to really slow down because otherwise you're going to risk falling. And so, um, you know, especially if it's like your first w- workout in the winter in weeks, you just aren't, you can't expect to just go out there and nail it. And you're going to be working a lot harder. So you're breathing in that cold air. Um, mm-hmm. And so that could be a little bit of a shock to your system as well. So, or all of a sudden, like you come up on like some ice and you're in the mm-hmm. middle of your yeah. rep and you're like, well, I guess I'm slowing down. And so that's where I think like the perfectionist mentality should like totally go out the window anytime you're doing a workout because you want to be safe, right? And so yeah. it's better to be like, well, I guess there kind of goes the stretch. Um, or then to like be like, well, there's ice, who cares? I'm just going to keep plowing right. through it. Um, and I've seen people do that and get hurt. So it's better to err on the side of caution. And then also just going back to the treadmill, I really struggle with doing workouts on the treadmill in the winter. It just feels so incredibly hard to me. I can run so much faster outside than I can on the treadmill. And so I like to give myself some grace um, doing workouts on the treadmill nowadays because I'd rather just go off effort. And so if I just go off what feels like the effort that I would need to do for that workout. And so if you're in that camp where you're just like, I cannot run fast on the treadmill, don't worry about it. Just go off of effort and it will translate to doing workouts outside because if you always are going off of effort you're keeping yourself honest you're doing the best that you can and that's really all that you can ask of yourself it's better to do that than like race workouts and put yourself into like the well during all these work workout sessions um another thing i wanted to bring up when we're talking about like the mechanical differences between the treadmill and outside um obviously like the treadmill is a moving belt and you're staying in one position you're not ever in need of rounding a corner or going from side to side or even just the fact that you are staying in place your muscles aren't being engaged in the exact same way that they are outside so when you're outside you're being forced to round those corners you might be doing like a complete 180 turnaround um and so you're using some of those lateral muscles and so i think it's really important to do some strength training over the winter to make sure those lateral movements are still you know being a little Mm -hmm. agile and making sure those things are smooth because i know the transition kind of going back outside i'll be like whoa like whenever i have to like round a corner especially like if it's icy and you haven't been outside in a few days it it seems a little foreign to the body, especially as you kind of get older. Um, the other thing that is different about the treadmill that's actually maybe a benefit is that there is that spring system um, and it's going to be a softer surface than running outside. One thing that I really notice is that I can run significantly more mileage if I am doing winter running on a treadmill 
because it's just not as hard on my joints, on my muscles. And then when I do make that transition back outside, it's it can be really exhausting. And I think some of that has to do with the fact I am more of a road runner and so running on what is it, concrete or asphalt? Yeah. I'm not even sure which one. Um, Mainly asphalt. But. It's it's harder on your body and the impact. You, there's no springs, you know, there's right. no give. And so that's something to keep in mind. Um, maybe you do increase your mileage a little bit in the winter, just given that um, the spring system is in place and you can maybe run a little bit more and get away with that. Um, and also just knowing that for that transition in the spring, if you do notice, like, you know, I was doing 15 milers on the treadmill and I wasn't really that tired after. And then you go outside and you're doing like 15 miler outside and you're like just totally wiped after it's because it is, um, harder on the muscular skeletal system running outside. Yeah. Really good point to transition slowly. You know, don't go from running six days a week inside to running, you know, five days a week, the next week outside, Mm -hmm. you know, have it be a couple days and then just slowly increase from there. Um, and then for, for myself and other athletes that have coached who have um, been through injury, you know, the treadmill is a useful tool to come back f- from injury because of what you mentioned, right? The softer surface, having that exact control over like keeping it really flat, especially if it's like an Achilles or a, a calf issue, you want to run on the flat. Um, and then you're not as embarrassed too to do like a run walk if, if that's kind of your protocol mm. for returning from the injury. So I've had to do that a lot of times coming back, testing out the calf, making sure it doesn't like seize up on me. And so... Um, it's a lot more, I guess, um, it's not as embarrassing to do that on the treadmill in my own house as opposed to walking down this or running down the street and then having to stop every 30 seconds. So, um, and yeah, so it's just easier on your joints, easier on the body. And, um, so re- returning from an injury, I think that's a good, um, a good place to start. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a good comeback tool for athletes mm-hmm. and especially it helps you keep the surface flat. Cause I know there's a lot of like extreme uphills kind of where we live and there's not a lot of flat stretches. So it gives a chance to do it just on a flat, easy test run surface. Um, so the next thing we really want to touch on is this whole like connotation or like this myth. <laughs> I think it's a myth in the running community. Um, some people think that like the treadmill may negatively impact their training and, and maybe they don't come right out and say it, but I hear some nice people be like, oh, you know, I feel so guilty running on the treadmill or they're like worried because they did their workout, but oh, but I did it on the treadmill. Like they're, they're putting like an asterisk by it. Um, <clears throat> so we really wanted to dive into that. And will there be any negative impacts to your training? So the only ones that I can really think of, um, it's still running. That's the main thing that I want to talk about is that running on the treadmill is still real running. It's not like you're running, it's not like you're on an elliptical. And so sometimes people will get really worried because they're like, oh, you know, this isn't the same as running outside. But I mean, pretty much from a physiological standpoint, treadmill running is like the closest possible thing you can do to running outside. It's the same thing. It's not like you're on a bike, right? It's you really doing the run. And so you really want to have that confidence going into any run you're doing on the treadmill is that it's running. You are running. You're doing the workout. So you're doing everything right. Um, The three factors that I am thinking about in terms of the impacts it might have on your training um, in terms of preparing for a race is that if you're only running inside, you may um, not have a lot of practice running in the wind, running in the rain, running in 
um, those sort of conditions. And so one thing that really sticks out to me is the wind. And that's the one that goes out the door right away for me. I'd like forget completely what it's like to run in the wind. Um, and it, it does make things a lot more challenging when you are running and it's super windy. And so the headwinds and those sort of things are important to have practice with at some point during your training. And so that's why we usually recommend like looking at the weather forecast the week in advance and seeing, can we at least plan for one day of running outside? Maybe you're able to sneak away for just an easy lunch run. Maybe you are able to get outside on the weekend once. Um, I know that running outside during the winter can be a challenge for people, but we usually find that if athletes are still able to run outside, say, say two days a week, then they are really just preparing themselves well for the future in terms of transitioning back in the spring. The next factor that I notice is that if you are only running inside, you're just not getting that practice pacing that other people would be getting, let's say if you're going outside. So if you're always inside, we talked a little bit about this, um, just you're not getting that same pacing practice. So what is one way that people could utilize um, practicing their pacing while they're in the winter months? If they're running inside? Just um, or even in outside. any way, like how does someone stay fresh, keep it up yeah, to date? Yeah, I mean, so with, with the treadmill, it's obviously um, a good tool that you can, you know, start at the slower and your easy pace and then just like, um, stay in that zone for a certain number of minutes or whatever, and then increase as you go. And I think for me, it's always been a good tool to help me learn how to run, like just naturally progressive throughout the run. Um, and even slight, even like a 30 second uh, increase from your pace from like mile one to five, um, that shouldn't really feel like too much of an effort increase throughout the run. Um, and then hopefully that'll translate to outside as well. So outside, it's kind of the same concept. You're starting off um, as you would on the treadmill, running on the slower end of your easy pace, and then just kind of taking notice of what that pace would be and um, trying to just really keep it there, right? And so setting cruise control, hopefully the, the thought is as you continue on, you're just slowly maybe um, running about the same splits or you're maybe picking up just a few seconds per mile. Um, and then obviously doing structured workouts to help you with pacing as well. Um, and then when you are doing a workout, um, I'm always a fan of finishing with your last rep the fastest. So I think that's a good way to help you with, um, you know, staying mentally engaged throughout the run and making sure you save enough. Yeah, definitely. And with the running inside, I really like the idea of the progression run. So even like on an easy run, like you were saying, starting at like super slow, like way slower than you normally do. And then like every mile, just like clicking up the pace. And that can actually like train your body in on an almost robotic way to just run progressive splits and so that's something you can really utilize over the winter months is practicing like hey i'm gonna start slow and just like up the pace on my easy runs even though um you know that's not like a workout day you can still start at the really slow end of your easy pace and then kind of get to the more middle part of your easy range on pretty much every single easy run and that really helps to you to learn easy running because that's one of the hardest things that i find athletes struggle with is slowing down on their easy days and this really helps practice like let's start really really slow and finish at a more moderate easy range um so the next thing i really want to talk about and cover on this podcast is when should i opt for running on the treadmill versus running outside and this is a daily question almost for me 
um, just thinking about where am I going to run today? So how do you navigate the factors involved with that decision? Yeah, I mean, in the winter, you know, you're obviously looking at um, kind of the outlook for the week and Mm -hmm. sort of making a plan. And obviously weather can change pretty quickly here, but um, noticing like, oh, it's not supposed to snow and it's going to kind of warm up and the sun will be out for a couple of days. So it should be good to get outside on this day or whatnot. Um, But yeah, I guess it's probably pretty easy for us up here to make that make that call. Um, You know, I would say, I don't know, probably like 75 percent of the days it's um, iffy, questionable, I guess, to go outside (laughs) during the winter months, especially January, February. Um, So on those days, it's it's good to have maybe a plan that you're just going to hit the treadmill. um, And then obviously being flexible with your um, your workouts for the week, too. So if you really want to do one outside, for example, um, making sure you're willing to modify or uh, move things around so that you can make that happen. Um, or maybe it, it doesn't look like it's going to be a very good week for outdoor running at all. Um, so you're just going to do that workout on the treadmill and then maybe later in the week you can get out for an easy run or whatnot. So, um, I guess for me, it's just kind of weighing the options with, with weather, making sure I'm safe. If I do decide to run outside, if there's a little bit of snow or ice, I'm going to wear the proper shoes. So I have a good pair of, of uh, Pegasus turbo shoes that I like to wear. Um, some people like yak tracks, um, just making sure that you're prepared for any elements that you might face. Right. I mean, there's always like a few factors that I really look at is number one, like what sort of area are you living in and what is the sort of snow removal in mm-hmm. that area? So we lived in various neighborhoods up in this northern area and some of the cities do not do snow removal on the sidewalks while other cities do. Um, and so you maybe want to scope out your area like do we do snow removal in my city if not is there a um, large public park area maybe in a city next door where there is snow removal that happens and so it's really all about kind of getting to know your area and what um, is in place in terms of snow removal maybe you don't live somewhere where it snows and so in that case maybe you're just or where snow doesn't stick, maybe you just like don't run during those days, wait till it melts. But um, for those of you who live places where it snows, I think really scoping out like what sort of paths are gonna be removed and what are not in terms of snow. Um, Other things that you are gonna wanna look at, of course, is like you said, the safety gear. So just because something is plowed doesn't necessarily mean that it's been um, the ice is removed so that there's been like salt laid down. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time for that to happen. And I find that if you are a morning runner, um, that's where it's really going to be the most challenging to run because even on like a 20 degree day, I feel like the ice will melt um, if by like noon or like two but if you're going out really right. early, you might be seeing like these pockets of ice. And especially if it's dark out, I mean, it can be a real safety issue. And um, we even have a neighbor who like was walking her dog and she fell on ice and she she's like in her 30s and she had like broken bones for, for months, right? Just falling on ice. So it's really important to be safe and careful when it comes to doing things on ice. Um, and every one state is so different. And I know in Minnesota, we do a really good job of like icing and the snow removal is so good here, but like in different states where it doesn't snow as often, it can be like a real big safety hazard to be going outside like after some of these ice and snowstorms. So I think it's just better to play it safe. And 
don't like feel bad or have Mm -hmm. someone like guilt you into running outside when you know that the safer option is running on the treadmill and I know you've even had athletes that have like fallen and and gotten hurt and so we definitely don't want that to happen yeah and there's even days where the the sidewalks and everything look pretty good but Mm -hmm. for me I'm I'm using the wind chill as as a factor to decide whether or not I'm going outside because if it's you know if it's sub-zero with the wind chill or there's like 18 mile an hour winds like in the winter that that's really cold and so um i just asked myself like do i want to be out there for this type of run or workout um or would i rather just do it on the treadmill and so obviously you know there are benefits to, to training in those tough conditions at times mm-hmm. um and you know i will toughen up sometimes and just decide to go out but um the other thing is just making sure you're prepared for for all those elements so obviously 20, 20 degrees isn't always 20 degrees, right? We have to look at the wind chill, um, maybe look at it, is the sun out, that sort of thing, and then making sure you're wearing the proper clothes. And I know we've done podcasts in the past about like what to wear at every every change of, of temperature, but um, making sure you're wearing like a shell or a face mask or, you know, um, wool socks, that sort of thing. Just um, so, yeah, I think all those factors kind of play play a role and for me it's like do I have the time the energy to you know want to consider all of that or would it just be easier maybe to throw on a pair of shorts and my shoes and go to the treadmill and so you have to kind of think Mm. about that too is the extra time required to go outside if it is winter and you have to plan to get this and that and um yeah so there's just that that aspect as well there are so many factors when it comes down to it because yeah it can add on 10 minutes just to get all the gear on and, especially and in the morning if you're a morning runner too and you got to get like your light up vest and everything on well, over right your, yeah. yeah and and that's the other factor too is sometimes just being flexible with your schedule if you're able to i know like during the times of like covid when people could work from home um i know a lot of my athletes would go out during the day like over lunch break or when they had like a break between their meetings just because if you are living somewhere where it is pretty far north there's just not a lot of sunlight in general and so a lot of people they just don't really see the sun and if you're a runner you're someone who's running most likely as like a healthy lifestyle thing you're trying to cultivate healthy habits and i find that if you're able to kind of do the combination of going outside getting some sunlight getting fresh air seeing nature it can just really like uplift the mood in general so don't forget like the power of that sunshine and so if you do have maybe a shorter run for the week or something um maybe chatting with your coach or seeing if you can rearrange your schedule a little bit to do something maybe more midday and i know even for me i'm someone who loves to run in the morning um i like to just kind of get it done before work i also like to be kind of specific with my fueling and so running in the middle of the day just kind of seems like a hassle but in these winter months I think it can really be a big mood lifter it can help you still feel um, excited about your running because I know like day in and day out doing like the same old drudgery in the winter Mm -hmm. it can get tough and I know this is a tough time of year maybe not so much now but in a couple of months from now when it all kind of starts to set in and you just are really not feeling the the long days um so never forgetting like the benefits of getting outside um maybe midday or mixing it up don't feel like you have to be like chained to your routine yeah there's definitely something about getting that fresh air and and just feeling so accomplished like after you complete a run outside in the middle of winter like my one of my favorite um, conditions to run in would be like a about an 18 to 20 degree day no wind um yeah midday where the sun's out a little bit you kind of you know what to wear so you're not going to like 
really overheat. You know, sometimes those like 40 degree days, there's kind of questionable, like do I wear a jacket, that sort of thing, and you might get hot, but um, there's just that crisp cold air, you know, hopefully by then you're at least kind of used to it. So it's not like it's a shock to you. It's mm. not like going from 70 to 20 is going to be great. But you know what I mean? Like for us, we've kind of had a slow decline all fall and winter. And so by January, you know, 20 degrees feels pretty decent because some days it's a lot colder than that. And so um, there's just something about those days, right, where you, you get outside, you get the sun, um, you finish your run, you, you just feel really, really good. And then you come in and um, I think it's a good thing to kind of mix up and not always just... Um, you know, revert to using the treadmill, so. Right, yeah. or, yeah, just, or revert to going outside, like, in the darkness, because that can really just drain you. Um, but I know, like, it, it can be tough to swing it during the middle of the day, but, you know, 18 degrees in the middle of the day with the sun shining feels so different than 18 degrees when the sun hasn't oh, even come yeah. out yet. And with, like, these really short days, I feel like pretty much anyone who's running in the morning, you're really not getting... Um, any sort of sun sunlight but you know whatever works best for you um in terms of your schedule obviously but then you know considering all of the factors and safety is hugely important some of the things that i really like to do in terms of safety is anytime that there's fresh snow or i know i'm going to encounter ice i like to wear my yak tracks um in addition to that let's say you know for the most part the sidewalks are clear but there might be some iffy spots on my run that i've seen or that i just know are going to be an issue i will use my winter running shoes and so winter running shoes are typically going to be waterproof and then they're also going to have some sort of like cleat sort of thing on the bottom a little bit more um grip than a Mm -hmm. traditional shoe so if i were to go outside like in my four percent or something like they don't really have any sort of grip on the bottom of the shoe and so that would be the worst probably possible shoe you would wear um if you're going to encounter any sort of snow or ice always look for something where there's a little bit more grip on the bottom and then the the waterproof material is is great too yeah and it's a huge difference like if you ever worn a shoe like that running in the snow or a little bit of like slick ice i mean it's like you know, if you're running your normal shoes, you really have to slow down and be very careful. But in those shoes, it makes a huge difference. You can just kind of um, kind of coast through it. You don't have to worry as much, I guess. But um, for me, you know, the my thought about like winter running versus treadmill running, all that, it, it'll kind of depend on you know what you plan to do in the in the spring, right, for your race racing season. So if you have the year we've done Boston in the spring, um, we made sure we did a fair amount of runs outside as well as much as we could, right? So that we did. I remember going to the lakes. We did some long runs there too. And we get out for some easy runs. The majority of our workouts were probably on the treadmill. um, But I think as as long as you can continue to um, get outside as much as you can. And then obviously in March, we're out all the time, right? Right. Because it was was spring here. But again, slow um, transition. Slow transition. So that's where it gets tricky. Yep. Don't be so like um, 100% I'm only going to be on the treadmill. You know, obviously if you live somewhere where it's and you just hate running outside in the winter, fine. But maybe don't have your A race be right after winter. You know what I mean? And so... Give yourself a little bit of time to adjust again to outdoor running. And, um, yeah, so that would be kind of my advice about um, how to structure your winter. Yeah, definitely. And I know those years with, um, like, the Boston, it was, like, all of January and February were done, like, almost exclusively inside for long runs and for workouts. Um, But there were some days it's, like, when it was nice out, you'd go outside for, like, an easy run. But I do remember doing a lot of long runs on the treadmill and so I don't want anyone to think like oh if I have to end up doing a lot of my training on the treadmill like you can still run 
a fast time Mm -hmm. um but it can be challenging to start making that transition to outdoor running again because like you said come march you're going to be able to do a lot more of your training outside but that's where you really have to be careful because all of a sudden it's like okay you can run outside every day but if your body's not used to doing that we we don't want to just do every single day outside and so in march we're going to release a podcast a little bit about transitioning back outside so that people don't make that mistake because I had actually injured myself doing that um and so it's important to to slowly transition over time and that's why I think if you can continue to do at least one or two runs outside throughout those really rough stretches um I'm when I'm saying like negative like going out in if it's zero every single week just picking the two warmest days and going outside for maybe your easy run or something um just to have that consistency because when you do start to transition outside you're going to want to have some of that experience of running outside so it's not such a shock to the system um but yeah I think this podcast has overall been pretty informative and I know with people who are signed up for spring races they can kind of get a little worried this not this time of year but maybe in a couple months from now when all of a sudden they're doing a lot of their their runs inside and they start to think oh this is going to impact my performance on race day and just trying to remember uh that you know every sort of workout that you're doing whether it's on the treadmill the indoor track or outside it's building fitness and that's really the goal and so you really want to stay safe you want to stay healthy and however you can ensure that that's going to happen is how you should definitely optimally train and there are a lot of benefits to the treadmill because in the olden days maybe there were certain days where people just didn't run at all and so if the two options are between Mm -hmm. not running at all and doing it on the treadmill you know just use the tools that you have available to you and don't feel bad because i feel like that is kind of a trend that i i see on social media is sometimes people be like oh but i did on the treadmill so just having pride and that you know i did my run and it is building fitness and just having that confidence about the work you're putting in and it will lead to great results yeah well said don't feel bad um about about the treadmill, I was just thinking, just just don't do a time trial and count back for it, because obviously you have control over that pace on the treadmill. But um, and I, I like how you mentioned the indoor track too, because I know over the years we've done a few of those track workouts, and so if you can if you can kind of mix that in or have access to that once in a while, that's great because then you're you know you're having to deal with um, without the moving the moving belt, right? And that'll be a cl- closer assimilation to outdoor running then. Um, so yeah, I think. Um, uh, the treadmill for me, I, I've learned a lot about myself as a runner and pacing, and I've grown to enjoy the tempo runs more. And so now that translates back to outdoor running, like, oh, I have more confidence now I can run tempo runs for longer because I was able to have a lot more controlled environment on the treadmill. So I've been thankful for it. I know we've had our treadmill for probably going on seven years now, and it, it's still going strong. So mm, Going on nine years. Going on nine years? Holy cow. 2014, yeah. Dang, that's so. impressive. Yeah, it's been a, a long time. Yeah, lots of miles on that treadmill, and it's definitely a good tool and resource for, for runners. So if you are curious about getting a coach for your spring season coming up, I know a lot of people have been filling out the form on our website to get that free 7-day trial. Now is just a really busy time for a lot of people wanting to get into training for their next 
cycle. And a lot of our coaches are already working with people who are training for Boston, training for Glass City, training for all of these races coming up in the spring. And so now's a really good time to connect with the coach and kind of lay down that foundational work before getting into like the peak training and whatnot. So if that's something that you're interested in, maybe you've just never tried this before and you're curious what it would be like, we'd love to chat more with you and get you connected with a coach. And everything is free the first week. So all the chatting, all of the training, you get to have a whole access to what all of our athletes get with paid coaching for a week and there's zero strings attached it's just an experience because we know for a lot of people they've heard about run coaches but they aren't really sure how it works especially being virtual it's like how does that work so we just give you a chance to see how it works and most people love it Um, so if you are interested in doing that you can fill out the form at www.runforprs.com Again, that's www.runforprs.com for a free seven-day coaching trial. Thanks for tuning in.